Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Stay tuned. We'll get into the conversation right after these quick ads. Hey, Raindrops. On today's Reality with the King episode, I am joined by the queen of Miami, honey. Yes, Miss Larsa Pippen from the Real Housewives of Miami. On today's show, we talk about the new season of the Miami Housewives and how she is reading the girls for filth, honey. We also touch on her relationships with the Kardashians and if Miss Larsa, honey, is seeing anybody. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Larsa Pippen. All right, so let's ask, well, let me talk to you the million-dollar question that people want to know. Are you coming back? to the new season of Miami Housewives. I think I am. <gasps> Larsa, you made my day! Bad bitches unite! Larsa Pip is coming back to Miami! I think so. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think so. After that reunion, did you... Because you tweeted something after the reunion about possibly not coming back because you felt like, what was the point of me coming back if these people feel this way about me? How did you feel after that reunion? Because you're so nice to me, you know, at least that's what I can see on TV, that was it hard for you to hear these people's perception of you? Because I feel like you're so nice. You know what? I think a lot of people are haters. Like, I think that, like, I'm like a girl's girl. I used to be a cheerleader, so I'm really good in groups. I let everyone shine in groups. Other people are not like that. They feel like if you're, you know, if you look this way or say this, then you're like a threat to them. So a lot of people are like, like overly sensitive and like love to criticize. So I just felt like, I'm like, am I in the community I need to be a part of? Because my real community is not like that. Like we hype each other up. We like bond. We like, I am like your biggest hype woman ever. And some of these girls on the show weren't like that. And I just felt like they were all coming for me for no reason. And it, for me, I can't. I can leave bodies everywhere. Like, I can leave bodies everywhere. And I don't, because I choose not to be a part of the cemetery. You know, I don't want to do that. But I can. I can. I just don't. So, um, so yeah, I felt like, kind of felt abused a little bit. Aw. Well, listen, me watching it, I can tell you were having a hard time because at, at one point, you even told Lisa, like, bitch, defend me. Like, can you please have my back? Well, you know what it is? I feel like like she would always expect me to have her back. I have issues with people over her that I don't even know because I always have her back. So I'm like, hey, if I'm in a room and all these people are like, or this person's like cursing at someone, like you're not going to get involved and just be like, hey, you're out of line or hey, stop. Or can I get something? You know, so I just felt like 
I don't know. I feel like if I'm in that situation and I see someone that's a complete psychopath going off on someone, I'm going to be like, you're way out of line. You know, you need to stop. But other people are not like that, I guess. But you know what I did learn? I did learn that like this season, I might be leaving a lot of bodies. <gasps> so, Larsa, what are you doing this season? You are leaving bodies on the ground, girl. I'm just saying, if people like want to come for me and like, you know, just like try to do me dirty when I'm not looking for trouble, then possibly might be a whole <gasps> cemetery. I don't know. Just saying. So wait, are a lot of girls six feet under? <sighs> no, but I have found the location for the cemetery. <laughs> I've been scouting locations. Larsa the Grand Reaper Pippin. I am so <laughs> obsessed with you. But I, I promise I'm not going into it looking at it like that. But like, I just want people to know that like, they need to respect my boundaries and my sphere. Like, respect my sphere, you know? <laughs> Are you coming for Julia? No. No. I'm not coming for anybody. I just want to make sure that they don't like... They just stay in their lane. You know what I mean? Like, stay in your lane. If you're going to say something, say something that makes sense. Not just like, you know, yelling at me for a storyline. Like, what is that? I have real shit going on in my life. I don't have time to pick on anyone else but myself. Like, I'm criticizing myself, not anyone else, you know? But I guess if you don't have anything else going on for yourself, then like, yeah, you're very likely to like point the finger at other people, you know? Were you shocked that you weren't sitting next to Andy at the reunion? Um, no, I kind of felt like, you know, no, it was okay. I didn't mind. We're cool. We're tight. I love him. He loves me. We're great. Yeah, but I, I it's funny because I just assumed you would get the, because listen, we all know that whoever sits next to Andy is either the star of the show or the star of the season. And I felt like, and listen, Larsa, you can disagree with me if you want to. Mm -hmm. I felt like that season belonged to you and Alexia. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, would you agree or disagree with that? Oh, I would agree. <laughs> I'm, okay. not I'm not disagreeing with you on that. No, you're right. Okay. So when you were at the reunion, be real. Did you at least think like, hmm, because well, well, before we get into that, did you know that whoever sits next to Andy is the star of the show? No, because I kind of felt like I was in the middle center stage and I feel like I have my own aura and I feel like I come with my own blessings and I'm good. I can sit anywhere and still shine. I don't need to sit next to anyone. Wherever I am is, is where the lights will be. I'm okay. Larsa, you are a girl after my own heart. Okay. Well, I will say this. I was surprised to see Julia sit next to Andy. I, I, I thought it was weird. I'm like, is it because she's the wife of dot, 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 dot? I really thought it should have been you and Alexia. That's my opinion. As the king of reality TV, I was super surprised. But listen, you killed it. You killed this season. I'm looking forward to this new season because I do feel like you saw how other people felt about you because a lot of them were talking about you behind your back. And I do feel like you're, you at least can come into this new season holding your own like you've always done? I mean, listen, I just want to have fun. I'm here to have fun. And like, you know, I'm, I'm here for the journey. You know what I mean? I'm here for the journey. I want to just experience everything, live, laugh, like live my best life. I'm not here to like criticize anyone else. But, you know, so that's kind of where it's at with me. That's how I'm entering, you know, this next season. Love it. 
Let's talk about your personal life. So what was so beautiful seeing on the show, Larsa, is what a great mom you are. And I feel like in the midst of paparazzi and TMZ and the blogs and all that stuff, a lot of people only think of you as one thing, right? What was beautiful about you joining the Real Housewives of Miami again was we saw what a great mom you are and how close you are to your children, especially your daughter. Um, Talk to me about that choice to really show that side of you that you're so private about on your social media. I mean, like, I, you know, I do everything for my kids. I'm so proud of them. I, we're like the best. We have the best relationship. I feel like all my decisions are based, you know, I make them with my kids. I got married to Scotty when I was 22 years old. So my kids are like my friends. You know, they're my kids, but they're also my friends. When I see them, I'm like, I'm so proud of, you know, my kids. My older son's at Vanderbilt getting straight A's, getting ready to transition into the NBA draft. All my kids speak four languages. They all play the piano. They're like super gifted. And I feel like that's like a testament to who you are as a person, you know, as, as a mom. So I feel like Scott and I definitely did like a really great job um, with our kids. And I was, pro- you know, I'm proud of them. I want them to, I want people to see, you know, my relationship with my kids and just how much effort and energy, you know, we put into our kids. Because Scotty comes from a large family. I come from a large family. And to us, like, family's everything. So I do, uh, I am happy that I can show that on the show. Has Scotty watched the, the, the new Miami Housewives? No. He doesn't really watch, he doesn't, the only thing he watches is ESPN. He doesn't watch anything else. Unless I'm Patrick. dunking a ball, he would not see me on TV. <laughs> Does he have any thoughts of you going back into reality television? No, he's he, no, he didn't care. He's like, if you want to do it, do it. And what's so beautiful, too, is we saw that you two still have a great relationship because at the end of the day, like you said earlier, you met him when you were 20. I mean, you guys got married when you were 22, right? And I met him at 21 and, and got married at 22. Yeah, and, and to know that you can still have this friendship with somebody because... One thing that I know being a reality TV producer is it's hard sometimes for women to find their voice after being in the shadows of the, their husband, who oftentimes are these big superstars. And what I always appreciate about you, Larsa, is, and I'm sure you know this too, a lot of women stay in their marriage because that's all they know. And what a lot of people don't know, Larsa, is when a woman gets married at 22 years old and she has children consecutively during those first couple of years, she's not the same woman at 32 and she's not the same woman even at 42, right? And oftentimes a husband feels like, what happened to you? And you're like, I'm not that same girl you met at 22. Like, there's certain things I want out of life. Um, do you feel like that's the one thing that people don't get to know about you? Because they assume like, oh, she's a gold digger or she left her husband to go to Hollywood. But they don't understand that a lot of women who marry young, they're looking for their next chapter in life because they want to find their own happiness. Well, the funny, th- the funny thing is about the gold digger. I, I, he made all of his money with me. 
Like I was shooting in the gym with him. I was getting up at two o'clock. I was taking him to practice. I was picking him up from the airport. Like that was my job too. So it wasn't like you can't you can't call someone a gold digger that's been with, some, with someone for twenty one years. A gold digger is someone that's with someone for a year, two years. Not no twenty one years. Four kids later. Like what? So um, so that's like kind of insane when I when I think I've heard that before. Um, I don't know. I just feel like we just grew apart. You know, we, we were not the same people that we were when I was 21 and he was like 31. And we just, you know, our paths were just, we were just growing apart. Um, but I love him. I would do anything for him and he would do anything for me. And, you know, we have great kids and I feel like we have a great relationship. Um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, we're in a great place right now. So I'm really happy about that. Yeah. No. And, 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 and it goes to show you that obviously there's still love that he has for you because of that friendship that you two have even today. So with that being said, you are as gorgeous as ever. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I don't look my best today, but sorry, children. <laughs> no, you look good. I won't lie to you, Larsa. You look good. You're gorgeous as ever. You're in sexy Miami. So like, are you seeing somebody? Are you dating? Like, what's happening as you're like newly divorced and you're able to really go out there and just meet different people. I don't know. I feel like I always date the same type of person. So I'm trying to switch it up. I'm trying not to date what I normally date. Which is what? I don't know. I think I have a type. Like, I think I have like, I like tall guys with long arms or I don't know. I just feel like I like, I don't know. I just feel like I have the same type of guys, you know, that, that like me and I kind of let them choose me rather than me choosing someone. So I feel like this time around, I'm going to choose not let, you know what I mean? Someone choose me. Do you only date black guys? No, no, I, I, I'm not like, I don't have a type as far as that. You know what I mean? I just, I like guys that have like long arms. I feel like, I don't know what it is. If I see a guy that's got short arms, I'm like, I can't, he's got short arms. Like, I don't know. He's just got short arms. What is about the long arms that Lars said? They, they can just wrap their arms around you? Yeah, I think I'm just used to, like, big people. Like, you know, my kids are big. Scotty was big. Like, Scotty's big. So, I don't know. But I definitely want to change it up. I want to date, like, someone totally different than what I'm used to. So, would you date somebody that is, you know, an employee... At a company that maybe make less than a hundred thousand a year. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, I feel like it, you can't really like judge people based on money because I know a lot of people that have money are miserable, and then I know a lot of people that don't have money that are super happy. So I feel like I come from a family of like my dad's side of the family was really successful. Like I was went to private school. My uncles, everyone had, you know, private planes. My dad has a master's degree in chemical engineering, but my mom's side wasn't like that. They're really humble. My grandmother was a housekeeper. So I feel like I got, growing up in Chicago, I had like two different like upbringings, you know, one that was like, you know, well, and then one that wasn't so great. So I got to see both. And that's kind of like, I feel like how I can move in different circles. And I'm used to like, you know, going to my grandmother's house where like, my uncles were gangsters and then I would go to my other uncle's houses and they were like really wealthy, smart lawyers. So it's like I've had both. So if the Amazon guy dropped off a package and he's super hot. Is he fine? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if he is, maybe. If he is. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to say it. The Amazon driver, right? You buzz him in. 
right? Like he's buzzed in. He's driving the Amazon truck. He gets out. He has long arms, okay? And he has on Timberlands and the construction shorts. You can see the thighs and they're muscular. And he hands you your package. Would you hand him your phone number if you're interested? Uh, maybe, yeah. Why not? If he's cute and I like his energy. Yeah, I think so. Why not? I feel like, okay, you, know okay. what, you know what's funny? When Scotty and I first broke up, I had friends that would be like, you have to date a huge name. You have to date this. And then and I kind of was like, no, I don't. Because that might not make me happy. I feel like I need to date like what my heart wants, not necessarily what the world wants. I don't care what the world wants. Like, I'd rather be happy, like, in my home than be happy for other people to, like, be like, oh, they're so cute together, but meanwhile, we're miserable. Like, I don't, I'd rather just keep it real at home and, you know, be happy and be comfortable rather than, like, doing stuff that's, like, hocus-pocus. Like, you think you know, but you really don't know. Ooh, I hate to interrupt, but stay tuned for more. We'll be right back after these quick ads. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. When was the last time you went out on a date? Um, a couple months ago, three months ago, maybe. That long? Well, every time I get seen out with someone, I'm on a date. From what I, every time I see someone, I'm like, people act like I'm on a date. I'm like, I'm not even like that. So, yeah, I feel like I'm, I've got to, like, guard my energy a little bit. You know, I can't give it to everyone. No, Lars, I need a man to guard you with his long arms, girl. I know, but I need that for sure. I need that part, yes. <laughs> I'll take that part, yes, for sure. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, of, of everyone think you're dating, because you were recently spotted hanging out, talking to Scott Disick, and then the press ran with it, like you two were either dating, or is she back in the circle of the Kardashians? Because she's talking to Scott, like, like, how you want to talk, address that? Because people just went crazy, like you said, to your point, just seeing you having a conversation with somebody. Scott and I have been friends forever. Like, I knew Scott really before I even knew the Kardashians. I knew him from New York when Scott used to, like, play in Chicago. We'd go back and forth to New York. We have, our circles are so intertwined, and I love him. I love his family. I love their kids. Um, and he was in town for a birthday party, and so I hung out with him a couple times. But it was on some family stuff. It was not, like... You know, it's like he talks about his stories and I talk about my stories and it's it's all, you know, friendly. What do you think is the biggest misconception that people have about you? Um, I don't know. I feel like my exterior is not the same as my interior. I feel like my exterior is like harder, you know, and like, I don't know. I feel like my I'm on the inside, I'm like a fat girl that loves cake. Like, I'm not like that, you know. So I don't know. I think people judge me based on like my exterior rather than my interior. <laughs> and you know what's so interesting is a lot of people, when they watch Miami Housewives, you came across so likable. Like, I even tweeted, like, I did not think I would start the year 2022 standing for Larsa Pippen. Like, I didn't see that in the cards at all. And like I said, I think what made you so likable is the fact that you were so open. And, and, and to me... There's, like, no questions that people can ask you. Like, you're so honest, you're so open that I, I really wish people will see more of that from you on this new season, which I'm sure they will. 
Um, but like I said, I, I think it was the best decision that you made doing that show because it allowed people like me to have a better understanding of who you are. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. I feel like I guard, like I guard, you know, myself sometimes. I'm not as open. But only because I feel like I was married to Scotty at such a young age and I felt like I always had to protect us and everyone wants something from me, right? So it's like, you kind of got to be wary who you open up to. And I feel like that's kind of how I've always been. And what was so interesting is, like, like I was saying earlier, you were married to Scotty at 22 and a lot of people obviously was like, she's in the shadows of Scotty. And then you became best friends with Kim Kardashian. And let me ask you this. Did you feel like you were in the shadows of that family um, for so long because people always associated you with that? You know, I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like I was married to Scotty. I was friends with with them. And I don't know. I felt like in my real life, in my real world, world, it wasn't like that. You know, like the circles I move in and the people that I know, I never felt like I was in the shadow of Scotty or, you know, friends of mine. It was just like in the media, that's kind of how they see it. You know, people want to view you a certain way. They want to view you said, oh, you left Scotty, you cheated on him. I'm like, none of that stuff happened. People, none of that stuff happened, but it's okay. You can judge me for that because the real people, you know, know the truth. Is it is it hard sometimes because you have grown kids who obviously have access to social media is it hard for you as a mom to know that when people make up these stories, your kids can read about it? Like the thing with the future, the thing with this basketball player you were dating and his, I think, wife or baby mama said she was still with him. Like, is it hard for you to just be out there because your children obviously get to read things that people say about their mom? You know, I feel like I'm really close with my kids and I tell them everything before, like it really, you know, before it really gets out there. So I kind of tell them, oh, this happened or that happened. Um, But yeah, I feel like it's hurtful because like I said, I don't really talk like I'm not. My personality is not the one that's going to like be like, oh, by the way, my ex did this, this, this. No, because that would make me a worse. You know, that would make me feel like a bad person. So I don't really do that. And people don't really know. People can assume they assume a lot of things and they're really wrong. Listen, I, I used to watch movies when I was a kid and I'd be like, that person's so cool. And then when I would meet him in real life, I'm like, he's a dirtbag. Or like people that you thought were not, you know, when you meet people, I feel like when you get to know them and maybe like me being on this show really will show people like who I really am as a person um, more so, you know, because I feel like I'm not, I was never like that before. I was very guarded. I really didn't let a lot of people into my world like that. Um, so I do feel like being on this show is kind of more, you know, opening up to the world and letting people know the real you. Because I was like, when I would hear stories like that, I'm like, that would never happen, by the way. That would never happen. Like, I'm not even that person. But if you guys want to take me out to be that person, okay. Yeah, no, it's funny because we have a lot of mutual friends. And I've always heard how sweet you were and how normal you are. Like, obviously, you have all this access in the world and you have, you know, this fabulous life. You are self-made. Yes, you are self-made. Because like you said, you were in the gym shooting the shots with fucking Scotty too. So everything that you have is well-deserved. And like I said, I, I, I know people who know you personally. And I have never heard a bad thing that people had to say about you. So that's why when I read certain things in the press, it's so crazy because I'm like, that's not what I have been told about her. Even like some something recently, someone said like, oh, the Kardashians gave her a gag order because she talked about them on the Miami Housewives. Like that never happened. 
friends with them way before. Like it wasn't, they weren't what they are today. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, it was a real relationship, a real friendship. Like, not like, but I think people have started viewing you like, it's funny how like when you get to a certain level, people assume that you don't have feelings. When you get to a certain level, people assume you, you're, you're going to be like this or you're going to be like that. You know what I mean? Like Scotty was the, one of the biggest basketball players and he couldn't have been more humble and he's still the same way. So I feel like if you know someone, like they don't really change like that. You know what I mean? You're not really going to change and be something different. It's like actually the people that were like, people that had no voice and were nobody and were losers to begin with, when they become famous, they really show you who they are. But you really don't change. Do you know what I'm saying? If you're like open and cool with your friends and your people, then like this, it's not going to change. So when it comes to this new season, what can we, the fans, expect? Because you guys just started shooting. We've been seeing the pictures on Twitter because your show is the biggest hit on Peacock. And we cannot get enough of it. Uh, enough of it. We saw some doggy party, I think, on a beach. Like we're, we're we're seeing things. So, what can you tell us about this new season? Is it already starting off hot? It's a lot of drama. It's a lot of drama. That's all I can say. It's it's going down this season. So, it, it, yeah. Just off the bat, it's like literally like on ten. I'm like, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? It's, it's really wild this season. Can we expect some new faces, new housewives? No, not yet. <laughs> no, <Okay. laughs> no, no, there's no. But it's like the same girls, basically, um, you know, and magnify those girls with a lot of energy. Do you feel like after this new season that the audience are going to have a better understanding of you that they may not have had last season? I think so. I think so. I mean, I don't know. I hope I don't come off as a psychopath. I don't know. I hope I'm, I'm, I go zero to a hundred. I start off like, I love you. I'm going to pray for you. And then like, I'm like, (laughs) so wait, Larsa. So that argument you had with Adriana last season at the Versace mansion, are your arguments bigger than that this season? I think so. It's wild. It's wild. This season started off kind of crazy because I felt like last season, like it was pretty nice until like, you know, kind of toward the middle and then it kind of got crazy. This season started off super hot. It's hot off the block. It's hot. Yeah. It's good though. Look, I just hope people see me. I'm like, I, I just, I start off with like love and prayers. I start off like that. I start everything off like that. Like, oh my God, I love you so much. But then if I throw in that butt, then you're in trouble. That's kind of how I deal with things. I love you, but we're going to have to talk. So yeah, I think you'll enjoy the season. Oh girl, I, I, I listen, honey. I cannot wait. I mean, it's to the point now I'm at the call purveyors of pop and be like, bitch, can you give me the early dailies of the footage. I know. It's good. It's good. I love it. Okay. So before we go, a lot of people want to know this, Larsa. Are you still going to do your OnlyFans or have you given that up? I'm not on there as much as I was. Like, I felt like I'm just so busy with other things. I'm on there, but I'm just, I need to be focused more. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hone in and get focused. I just have so many different moving parts in my life that it's like, I'm like Dory. I'll be like, whoop, whoop. I got to like just stay focused. 
So let the world know what you up to, what you have coming up down the pipeline, because you are such a busy lady. Well, I have my new jewelry collection for Larsa Marie. I am on the works of doing a rosé from Provence, Italy, or France, Provence, France. It is the best wine you've ever had. Um, I have a clothing line that I'm working on. I have an NFT that I'm dropping. So I've been pretty busy and I'm trying to work out and stay skinny and cute. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And you also worked on the pronunciation of the LGBTQ plus community, which I'm a part of. So let them know, Larsa, that you know what it means and what it stands for. First of all, let, let me say this. I'm so bad at my interviews. Like I, I, after like 20 minutes, I start like losing my mind. LGBTQ plus, right? Did I miss a letter? No, I'm good. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, am I good? I literally can't stay focused, you guys. Like I start off being focused and after like 20 minutes, I'm just like, my brain's all over the place. Yes. So now it's called LGBTQIA+. I mean, why can't we just make it one thing? Why we can't? <laughs> it's so many letters. Do you remember that song? Remember that song, Independent? I, oh, by Little Boosie? Yes. So we, we need to, yeah, I, we need to make it so it's a word that we could just like, you know what I mean? I need a word. So I could just spell the word. It's just a lot of different things. But I like it. So, I, I like it. I'm proud of you for being a part of that community. Like, I, I thank you. Now, look, the gays, we love you. And you know that, right? Like, we love you. I love you, too. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank, thank you. So, no. So, listen. I think you should record a song this season with LGBTQ performing at Gay Pride and have the money go to a charity. Because I promise you, Larsa Pippen, that is going to be magical. So I'm giving you a freebie. There you go. You 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 really are a producer. I get it. I'm taking notes. I like it. I like it. I like it. But see, I'm, yes. more, I'm, more like, I'm more like Destiny's Child more so than I am Beyonce. I don't like to get attention on my own. Larsa. Now, I don't know if I believe that girl. I promise I get shy. I'm like, I'm better in groups. Really? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Look, I learn something new about you every time you open your mouth, Larsa. And I just have to say, on behalf of me and the gays, we love you. We stand for you. And we are so proud that you stood up for yourself and let those bitches know who was running shit in Miami. Because at the end of the day, I love that show. And I love the girls. I love all of them. But I think we all know that Larsa Pippen being on Miami Housewives was really a big deal for that franchise. Just saying. Hmm. Well, I'm not saying it, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're so fun. We need to do this all the time. Yes, Miss Larsa, girl. Oh, I love you some Larsa. I've always, always, always been a fan of her. She's so gorgeous. And she's funny. I thought she was so funny. And baby, I cannot wait to see how she reads the girls this season. Let's go, Larsa. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Wednesday and Friday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram and Twitter. 
Tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag #RealityWithTheKing. Reality with the King is a production of More Sauce by Stitcher. It is executive produced by me, Carlos King, and Jasmine Henley Brown. We are also produced by Lashik Lotus Lee and Brandon Nix. Engineering and music by Marcus Hong. More sauce.